Welcome to Gaulty and the Gator for another, for another wee show. Uh, it's a good one, it's a good one. And we are starting straight in with a fantastic song for you. Johnny May, Johnny May, tell me what you're gonna do. 
Johnny May, Johnny May. Tell me what you're going to do. I'm going to stay right here and wake up on something Catfish Keith, and you are listening to Galty and the Gators Blues and News Show in Scotland. Yeah. Coolest guy ever. I know, it's so cool. Uh, so we have got a jam-packed show today. We've been chatting to everybody. Yeah, um, it's been good fun. It's been brilliant. And, <laughs> uh, and most, of the, most of the chats have gone, right, we'll, we'll just take this bit out. Because <laughs> 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 we've been talking so much. Yeah, um, but it's nice. Most of them started about half an hour, and then in the last an hour, and then there's all the other half an hour of swearing that we need to chop, you know. So, like, um, it's been it's actually been quite hard work this weekend as well, eh? Yeah. You know, like just put you know just putting everything you know together. Aye, but it's uh, it's it was a good idea of a show, and then when you come up with that, everything else falls into place. Absolutely, and they've all got. Um, it turns out they're all friends, actually, which is quite crazy as well. Yeah. More or less, anyway. Every single person on this show is connected. So um, we've got Donna Harula, who op- who very first professional gig she opened for Reverend Robert Jones, who I spoke to alone ages ago, and and he did a wee live thing for us. Um, and then, um. I connected Michael Messler and Donna, then <laughs> the, the, but Michael already knew who she was. Mm-hmm. Dave used to be Michael's agent, I believe, and both Dave and Michael are friendly with Catfish Keith. And Andres Roots is also friendly with Dave Arcari, actually. And uh, Trevor. And Trevor knows all of them. And, <laughs> and Trevor knows all of them. He stayed with Dave. And he stayed with <laughs> Dave, yeah. Aye, so it's going to be a great show. But they are all acoustic masters. They all bring something different, and we've got the same song by by different artists just to show you how amazing each version is and how different it is as well. So let's get on the next one before we run out. Uh, well, what what do you want to put on first? Because Roots is cool. Um, and we've got some cool um bits of your interviews, chats, if you want. So, yeah. uh, where would you like to go with that? Do you want to start with this one? Yeah. So here's uh, the Sheik of Hawaii. I'm interested to hear this. I haven't heard this one yet uh, by Andres Roots. Enjoy.
Hey, I'm Andrew's Roots, and you're listening to Gold Indicators Blues and New Show in Scotland. He's so cool, by the way. So, when I was um, doing a bit of research, you know, a way back when uh, we were first talking about doing this show, I, I, can't, I can't think for the life of me why I would have. I think I, I actually wanted to know, it's probably got nothing to do with this show, it's probably just to do with uh, music in general. And I was looking up, like, slide guitar and everything. And discovered that you know that the metal resonators and everything. See, I'm, I'm learning words, but at the same time as when um, there was the Hawaiian uh, lap steel guitars were all out. Yeah, and it was a different sound. Which, but sorry, that just reminded me. Of yeah, that, well, do you know what? It's funny uh, to get into it without boring everybody. Um, so the original Julian uh, or resonator uh, brass body guitar was actually invented because guitarists always struggled to be heard over a, an orchestra. Yeah. And, and then electricity come in, so they were rendered useless as an orchestral instrument. But they were, they were but just used, weren't they, for all yeah, they were used the for blues uh, musicians, yeah. were the ones that were like, oh, I will have a bit of that. Aye, they, they, um, they tended to use them on the streets so they could be heard better when they were busking and trying to make money on the street. See us, all knowledgeable and stuff. Um, right, so we've got a wee bit of chat from Dave Arcari, who we caught up with there at the weekend, and uh, and this is about why he started out, um, and then we'll have a wee song from him. Yep. So here you go. Um, coolest guy ever. Hardest to clip a sound clip ever. A bit. Oh, there was a lot of words to take out. Like, you, you'd be surprised. It sounds so natural, but I tell you what, it was about twice the length See of profanity. <laughs> See, by the time we finished this. We're going to be, uh, going to, you're, you're going to be able to go into the job as, as a, a, you know, a sound editor. <laughs> Enjoy. Poor, well, I, I didn't start playing guitar until I was about 18 or 19. I was working in a bank and uh, I remember getting, we used to get a, a Christmas bonus in December and then you get an extra day's holiday. So, uh, for a Christmas shopping day. So I just took my Christmas bonus and then my Christmas shopping day went up to Biggers in Sucky Hall Street and bought bought a guitar. So I'd be about 18, I think. Uh, and uh, my folks were like, ah, that'll be under the bed. So that's the wrong thing to say to me. Or it's the right thing to say to me. So as soon as somebody tells you you can't do something, or you shouldn't do yeah, something, well, rebel. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, all the things that I wasn't allowed to do at school, I wasn't able to do at school, I ended up, I couldn't pass my higher English and I made a good proportion of my living as a, as a journalist, you know, and a PR consultant. So yeah. it's kind of weird that you couldn't pass your exam. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to be in the choir because I was sung flat and was only allowed to move my lips and no make a noise. Now, what did I do for my living? Okay, I'm yeah, not the best in the world, but... Something strange was happening Cause he gave me his left hand But when I shook his hand It didn't feel so good But on his little finger A broken bottle stood well, the devil's left hand Reached across the sticks I drank all his whiskey And learned some of his tricks To the hallway 
dark and dingy place. Then he turned toward me, I didn't recognize his face. The devil's left hand reached across his sticks. <laughs> I drank all his whiskey and learned some of his tricks. When the lift door opened, it was way below the ground. A dark and dingy barroom, I didn't hear a sound. Well, the devil's left hand reached across the sticks. I drank all his whiskey and learned some of his tricks. Suddenly there's a crowd getting out control. I whipped his ass and told him, you'll never win my soul. Well, the devil's left hand reached across the sticks. And I drank all his whiskey and learned some of his tricks. Well, the devil's left hand reached across the sticks. I whipped his ass and told him, you'll never win my soul. Carry out Glasgow here, and you're listening to Galty and the Gators Blues a New Show. And we're back. So, um, I would, uh, I would like to just say a quick wee bit about the. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I love how you ask me permission. Like uh, the only time he ever does that is when we're on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. I'm sorry, I just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so, when we were speaking to Dave, I think he tells a story at his gigs as well, but Devil's Left Hand, um, we had already toured with uh, Steve Errol and his son, Justin Towns, who sadly passed recently. Um, and and he actually asked Steve Errol, because anybody who's a Steve Errol fan listening will know that uh, Devil's Right Hand is his song. Devil's Right Hand. Ah, yeah, that's a brilliant wow. song. <laughs> I know, it's an, a- an, anti, an anti-gun song, he says, but it's, it's, you know, anyway. Never mind. He actually asked Steve Errol to listen to it, and if, it, if it's all right, he calls it Devil's Left Hand. And uh, not only was it all right, but Steve Errol loved the song as well, so if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. Aye. But we've got another hero up here. Yes, we do. Well, it's f- uh, yes, I mean, our life's just getting full of them. Yeah, I know. I know. I bet they're all lovely people, and that's the main thing. So, up next, uh, this is the first time I've properly spoken to him as well, which was amazing for me. Uh, I have, you know, kind of messaged and what have you, but this is the first time I got to speak to Michael Messer. Uh, big, 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 massive hero of yours yeah. um he influences a lot of your music yeah um, and you found out for the first time yeah that it wasn't things. just slide playing uh absolutely right. yeah so <laughs> um so he's got some great stories with a fantastic chat with him and um and one of the things that i took away from it actually was just how lovely a person he is yeah uh, i think he's exactly uh, as you would imagine it would be uh-huh of all of all the people we've spoken to, and I've loved every single one of them, I felt like I could have just, 
you know, kind of sat there and talked about anything. I not think, I think you could have to be music fair. Or yeah. Um, but if you're somehow unaware of him, I don't know how you could be if you've been listening to our show, to be fair, um, go on his website because he makes spectacular uh, guitars, which obviously you play. I um, actually played a Michael Messer Lightning for the, for the intro. Yeah, and I mean, they're, they're gorgeous, but one of these days coming soon, I, I had to write a, a poetry piece for my assignment and um and I, I really struggled with the poetry i mean like i thought you know i thought i was going to just quit but um i had i was to write a sonnet and it, it couldn't be about a person or a pet or a, so i wrote a love song to your guitar yeah and it, it's amazing and he loved it as well um so i asked him uh it's a re- it was a funny question because i asked him just straight up and i've asked him before why or what made him to start playing acoustic music because he has innovated not only blues as a genre but Indian music. He's brought it to to Britain. He's 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 played with a DJ live now. Anybody who saw me as a bass player, as a bass player playing with uh, Griff, um, he, he would take out the bass parts and I would play all the bass parts live. Mm-hmm. You know, um, well I got that idea from Michael Messer and nobody really knows that and I don't think he knew that until last you know the last time we spoke mm-hmm. you know and and you had no idea because you were like ah, well, no way no I mean I knew you'd done that but I didn't really and to be fair I didn't realize the extent that you'd done it too I knew you'd you know it's obviously seen pictures of you and we chatted about yeah. it but I thought it was like a you know like a random I get thing. like a random gimmick no mm-hmm. no that was an idea that come from Michael Messer um, but I only re- like him, I innovated the idea by reversing it. So mm-hmm. he was using, he was using the, um, like scratch. And yeah, stuff yeah, the, yeah, the 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 de- the decks as a as a how would I say it was an instrument mm-hmm. or or as a backing track, whereas you know like a soundtrack almost and played over. Yeah, yeah. and and I used I used the decks as the track, and I was the instrument adding to it. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit in reverse but anyway right, let's hear what he's got to say about him I guess what I want to ask first of all being a player is um, what got you into playing acoustic blues and slide it's a difficult question to answer because more than one thing a lot of different things and almost every time I answer this question which I've done over the past 40 something years mm-hmm. I answer it differently because there isn't one answer so it comes it comes at me from different angles and uh the music that i was listening to at the time i started playing which was in the mid to late 70s 76 77 around that time 78 around that time would have been jj kale would have been rod stewart would have been some blues stuff would have been earlier than that in the late 60s, early 70s, would have been Rory Gallagher. So it's kind of a lot of different things. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I really do find that a difficult thing to answer. And also the blues, when I started playing slide, I didn't particularly differentiate between blues slide and country slide. Right. So I was playing, I was playing as much kind of country dobro style as I was blues style. Uh, because both of those things came at me at once. Um, my brother, as you may may have picked up from me, I may have said before, my brother Alan has lived in Nashville and worked in music industry for since the late 70s. So 
I first went over there in 79 and became aware, I, I was already aware, but was confronted with country dobro playing in my face, you know, from, from some of the great, great players. Yeah. So, so both of those influences came at the same time. I gravitated towards playing blues. And in the early 80s, I started to get noticed for doing that. So the situation I always met, you know, you're probably one of the first names I would have mentioned, eh? Mm. Um, and for for loads of reasons, it's not <laughs> everybody assumes it's only the side playing, but it's for yeah, loads yeah. Of reasons. But you're a you're an innovator that's also approachable, and that for me is the biggest influence. Right. Because you're always yeah, pushing yeah, boundaries, yeah. but always always accessible, right? And I think you that's see that, a, that that sorry, go on, you finish. That, 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 that's a very a very um, heartwarming, a very positive and a very welcoming way for the music business to become. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's, I appreciate that a lot. And, and you, that's how I see myself, you see. The, the slide playing, yes, I, I do that. And, and, and obviously over the decades, I do it at a certain level and it is my creative tool. It's my paintbrush. But I've never, you see, I've never liked, not never liked, that's not the right way to put it. I've never been particularly interested in making virtuoso music. Yeah. So I don't really listen to virtuoso musicians because I find their records a bit boring, you know. So do we, yeah. It doesn't particularly interest me. I, I love what they do, I respect what they do, and I can appreciate what they do, but it's not something that I am particularly interested in. What interests me is great music. I love great music. It's not necessarily slide guitar. So slide guitar, the slide guitar and my voice are the, the paintbrushes, the tools I use to create that. But it's about, my records are about the music. My music's about the music. It's not about the slide playing. Yeah. The slide playing is a big part of it and is obviously is the voice. It's what you but that's not the main that's not how I see it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, if that makes any sense. and for someone who's a slide player who's played slide guitar on almost everything he's ever recorded, that might sound strange to the listener, but I don't see it in that way. I see it as as you're saying, as a as a not necessarily an innovator, whatever you want to call it, but I'm creating my music and using those tools, my voice and my slide guitar are how I do that. Amazing, eh? He's mm -hmm. so cool. Honestly, he's like every time I speak to him, I, I had really heartwarming chat with Dave, and I had heartwarming chat with Trevor. But the most, the most um, life-changing chats I had was with Michael Messer again and Reverend Robert Jones those two people in particular and actually I suppose to appoint Donna Harola as well mm -hmm. because um, I learned a lot about her that is really interesting and she's really cool and, and actually Johnny Bergen was also cool. I think, well, we've had a great uh, life we've, we've, we've had a fantastic few weeks but uh, you, know what, you, do you know what I want to point out is I also love your contribution to the show that you don't hear so you don't always hear the questions so po uh, you know folk won't always know who's asking Mm. Right, mm. so this next bit of chat from our good friend, I think we should put that on first, and then put on. Or do you want to put on? But if I put on the Michael Messer song first, will you? 
No, no, we'll put, I thought we could see that just now. Right, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay, because, well, let's see, let's well, see what, what you ask Trevor Seeger then, because this will blow your socks off. <laughs> this is like online comedy. <laughs> it's amazing, this honestly. Is, this, is why, this is why you take me along, though, let's be honest. Aye, I, so love, you, I love you, you for it. Go, I think it's oh, brilliant. God, I can't believe she's just said that. And but by the way, I want to point out to the listener that if it wasn't for Dave swearing, every bit of chat that you've offered to everybody with a beard has been the same. <laughs> yes, uh, I mean, aye, but, you know, it is an important... I did a whole two-hour thing. <laughs> I know, I know. On beards, so, know, you know, so I'm like fascinated by the things now. They, they, <laughs> they, they once upon a time were just facial hair, now they're like a fashion statement. <laughs> I know, you know, I know. So, here you go. Oh, all right, all right, all right. So, um, <laughs> no, honestly, um, she's got a beard fetish. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, um, she wrote she <laughs> she wrote this thing on a bit of paper earlier when I was speaking to Dave Arcari. She says, "I'm going to ask something. Go with it." And then she's like, "Do you use product for your beard?" <laughs> yeah, no. Are you asking me that question? Like, she will. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to ask me it now or what? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you just no, no, it, actually, um, I, I did, but last Christmas I, I was given some beard shampoo and some beard oil. And actually, beard oil is it's really cool, it smells lovely, you mm. know, and it makes you know, it's all nice and silky, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I've never brought any particularly myself, but um, people have brought me stuff so. No, which no. I do use as in my pampering stage. Yeah. Uh, beard grooming. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I see. That must be a thing. Like, yeah, you see. Told you. David carries. I mean, he goes to town on his. I but he's got. <laughs> you asked him his shower routine. Well, he shampoos it and then he conditions it with his wife's conditioner, and then he blow dries it a bit. I know he's got like a hot brush. <laughs> I was I was never um, more like wanting to crawl inside myself than when you started when then you started asking him about his shower routine in relation to his beard. Listen, we we were sitting talking <laughs> to Johnny Bergen, right? And I'm having a wow moment, not a you know, oh, but just a wow. I was just like, I'm just now realizing my life right now, right? And you said to him, Fiona likes to ask people what coloured pants they wear. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, but that, he didn't know that. However. He told you. I did want to know about the shower thing. Uh, and the socks. And, 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 and actually, to be fair, you said about the socks as well. Hmm. And he went, like, well, well, actually. I know. <laughs> it's a nice, nice wee knitted fair aisle set. A wee Nordic number. So, um... <laughs> Moving on. I know. Um, I know. No, he's so cool though. He stays in a boat, Trevor. He's, he's see, got the, the best life. They're all. They've all got these wee cool quirks. I think they can. We have. We have three pets and three children, and between the six of them, they are out uh, individually and as a group, trying to destroy any potential career we ever would have. Um, but. Uh, what I was going to say was, um, Dave Arcari has a. a a website they all do check his out because he actually does uh set he makes and sells beard accessories so you can get you know a beard sorry it was assaulting the burns 
But he's got uh, CDs, vinyls, t-shirts, hoodies, bottlenecks, strings, whiskey glasses, flasks, hats, you name it. Um, it is an amazing shop. And actually, earrings. to be fair, I, my, my wee girl's got a set of earrings and she loves them. In fact, she's not had them off. No, In fact, not. I'm pretty sure there's some kind of medical thing going to come up soon if she doesn't actually take them out. Yeah, so um, so you should definitely go and check that out. But what we've discovered is when, when we talk to people um, and, and the conversations that we have are all, not that we ask the same questions, but the conversations are obviously about music um, and about style of play and all this kind of thing and, uh, and life in general. And they all seem, we always seem to get, everybody that we speak to has the same outlook on life, the same frame of mind, the same... You know, has has taken a similar journey. They're not obviously all the same, um, and live a similar lifestyle. Absolutely, and I think, I think as well, um, I, 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 you know what? I can't even add to that. I think it's almost perfect. They're all very grateful for what they've achieved, um, and in fact, I think we've got. A, I was talking to Trevor about how many times he's been nominated out the fifteen hundred in England for the last five for the acoustic solo award uh-huh. um, as a blues musician and and bear in mind this guy builds his own guitars as well right mm. so <laughs> like he's like literally uh, he, he's, he is the yeah. he, he does everything them. if you're interested you should um you should look him up because you can buy them as well he'll make you one and, uh, and his wife is also very talented so and i've got her website here oh do you Aye, awesome so that's amazing I'm tell you yeah because yeah oh brilliant yeah so um, I feel like we're all like family now, so let's just get on with the music, won't we? Well, let's hear what he's got to say about the awards. Shall right, okay. Hear? Are you going to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, awesome. You probably didn't do it, set out to, to get them, but how did that feel when you realised that you were... Well, I, I I thought it. I was really chuffed, actually. Now, it's not thinking of winning or anything, but the thing what was really um, uh, touched or, or made me happy was that I was nominated, you know, they asked 1,500 people in England for the top five, you know, for five nominations, and I was one that was t- chosen out of the top five, you know, so, or nominated, so for me that is special, you know, I, I felt really, you know, people talk about being humble, but I felt privileged just to be like, there's so many people out there playing good, you know, acoustic guitar, playing a bit of blues and stuff. And, and they chose me and done it several years on the trot. trot. So I don't take it lightly. I, 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 I really consider it an honor. Yeah. And yeah. although I know I won't win, it's always a great marketing tool. You know what I mean? You can put it on your posters, you can, you know, put it on your website yeah. and it, it, it just gives possibly, uh, hopefully potential, bookers a little bit of confidence in booking you because you must be at some sort of stand that's what I, you know that's what i feel yeah. so it's also i think it's good for the the blues community to have these you know it's hopefully i don't maybe it does bring people apart but it also congeals something you know makes a little bit of a scene i think Back 
South China, don't you want to go? I'll be trouble, I'll be all worried. You know, I just can't be satisfied, and I just couldn't keep from crying. Well, I feel like snapping pistol in your face. Go let some graveyard law be your resting place. I'll be trouble, I'll be all worried. Well, you know, I just can't be satisfied, and I just couldn't keep from crying. Save my soul, thought you said you're gonna save my soul. Just give it all to rock and roll. Climb up, hey.
but looking up there ain't no money in your ink up ain't no money in your ink up think i'm just gonna ride my luck time up hey Hey, I'm Trevor Bob Jack Steger, and you're listening to the Gulty and Gated Blues and You Show. See that we ID that the cool thing about that is we found out when you were there actually, you were sitting right next to me soon with us. Mm-hmm. Um he actually done that wee bit of radio ID for us on the very first Westernborn um lap steel that he made. And I think that that brings me closer to him. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's like a personal you know, like a personal gesture. Mm-hmm. Now he's actually he's he's got a similar story to me. Like actually yeah. and I, I didn't realise that. So um, he's very, he's very much a, a, you know, a reacher, and he does everything, he does everything to, to you know, you know, to be s- self-sufficient, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, um, like, I mean, everybody's heard his previous um, outfit, Baba Jack, right? Uh-huh. And to be honest, the best thing that ever happened, right, was was him not being in Baba Jack because he's he's so more powerful. I, l- I love his voice. Yeah, he's and got a great. He's got a great voice. He's got a great. Aye. You know, so the slide obviously mimics voice, and his voice mimics instrument. Yeah, I, I think I, yep, yeah, yeah, you hit the nail right in the head. Mm-hmm. It's, it, honestly, 
the guy's awesome. That's the reason he's been nominated for awards. And 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 it wouldn't have happened if he hadn't took that leap, which mm-hmm. I'm just starting to do now. So let's hear what he's going to say about the sing- um, about his singing because I don't think he believes it to be honest. Or it maybe maybe now he does, but let's hear about it. Do you do you have anything in your career that you're particularly proud of? Oh, uh, my 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 solo albums have all been really cool. You know, uh, I, well, I'm really proud of yeah. And um, I I was thinking that I, uh, with Babajack the band, I made six albums. I, um, you know, um, so I've got about like nine albums now, which is crazy. Or eight or nine, this would be the ninth. So I'm proud of all of them, really, but I'm particularly more proud of the solo stuff. And, I mean, when I was in the band, the band wouldn't let me sing. They called me, well, my partner, she called me Trevor No Sing Sing, you know, because I wasn't allowed to sing in the band, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when I left the band, I thought, I've got to start singing. Best thing you ever did, mate. Honestly. I know, honestly, it's, I see how the, the kind of wee, I'm not going to obviously do it, but... <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, the, the low notes that he, but it does, it sounds like he's, uh, it sounds like a, yeah, like he's pinging a, a low string somewhere else. Yeah, I, I think he's got a great, a great setup. yeah. And also, here's another, here's another guy who has got a similar deep voice and lovely singing voice. A guy called um, um, Johan Eliasson, otherwise known as uh, Bottleneck John. Now, I forgot to mention him earlier, mm-hmm. but he's also an acoustic master, a lovely guy, and, and then you will wait to hear him playing. Go, 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 go. So this is no matter, I can't read it because it's all, no matter how he done it.
Bottleneck John, and you're listening to Galtier and the Gators Blues and News Show in Scotland. Oh, yeah. So there you have it. No matter how she done it, it's because it, for some Aye. reason it's copied over all running together. So I was trying to, <laughs> trying to read one gigantic word. <laughs> ah, right, okay. <laughs> you see? Uh, ah, I see what you mean now. I, th- I just <laughs> thought you were. Um, yeah, you thought it was stupid. I know. No, not <laughs> stupid. Stupid is a strong word. Just um, illiterate. <laughs> Which is fair enough, I think, because, you know, I live with you. You do a lot of literate stuff, so that's cool. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just being honest with you, listener. I think you should put on another song. What would you like on? Only because, right, there's loads, and there's a particularly... Sp- you pick one, actually. What's that? Well, I know, I was just showing you what we've, what we've got. I don't know what's in here. All right, uh, what about uh, Bimini Gal by Catfish Keith? Because that's my favourite acoustic song. Oh, you were, oh, well done. See, I know I'm on a See, so you're this not as stupid as you would say. <laughs> right, no, so. this is where we are. This is what we've got. Oh, right, okay. Is that how that works? Oh, well, wow, wow, that's cool. That's <laughs> oh. Oh, I love you. That's why I do it. You are not nearly... Like, I used to think you were just really hot. <laughs> and, th- and now it turns out... The brain works as well. I think that's amazing, <laughs> honestly. And you know, oh, honestly, I love that. <laughs> you look good. Your brain works now. I know that now. And and, and your toilet visits are always regular. I love that about you. You're Smashing honestly pants. the most perfect woman in the world. And you're a good mum, and that matters obviously because you know you catch this like for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so I did want to actually tell everybody about um, Emma Steger's website. Yeah, well, that's on you because you're similar-minded, aren't you? So you'll know what to say. So um, if you go and look up Off My Tree, now I'm going to share this specific link over to our Facebook page, Galti Negata, because... M- m- maybe do it before the, the show. Yeah. The reason or, in the, or in the event. Is to ju- yeah, that's a good idea. It's just to make sure that it's the um, the correct one that you go on. And um, it's 100% recycled, found, foraged in fallen wood, handcrafted to use in treasure. And honestly, this it's amazing, the stuff that's on here. Um, 
the the website's really functional and easy to use so I don't have to kind of go through that but there's jewellery there's a uh, homeware kind of things you know like salad bowls um, utensils there's cute seaweed things like wee fairy um, rooms it's honestly there's loads of stuff on there I've just sat for ages going through it all um, lovely my bank balance is depleting <laughs> as I watch my device get off the website please <laughs> Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I highly recommend that you go on and check it out. Um, and as I said, it's all recycled or fallen forage stuff. It's not, you know, it's not gone out. No trees were harmed in the making of anything here. But it's all handcrafted, stunning pieces. It is definitely worth going and checking out. So um, that's me done my wee bit. Right, cool. And uh, can what I we speak now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you speak now? You you do a lot of that. Can I speak? Let me speak. <laughs> when we argue, actually, it's funny because when we argue, one of us, and it is an, an equal thing, it's not like one of us is worse for it than the other, but when one of us is making our, obviously, like... Stating our case. More important <laughs> point, right? <laughs> or making our point, the other one always tries to jump in because they think they know the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Will you just shut up and let me speak? And that's like, honestly, we're going to get t-shirts made, I think. Actually... <laughs> I've just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I've just thought of merchandise oh dear <laughs> yes if you want a let me speak sticker <laughs> then I definitely think you should uh, I'm going to do them honestly <laughs> well, right, up for it that would make Nathan's day just stick them all over his guitar that's his favourite thing he comes in, <laughs> just comes in and goes let me speak let me speak. so if, right, if you're having a small a small disagreement because we don't argue in front of the kids but if we have a small disagreement and, and uh, they happen to be around that's what they all do to the point where we just laugh at them and stop what we're <laughs> stop what we're doing I know I know <laughs> I know I know it's quite funny although, it's, uh, although that's a great idea mm-hmm. and now somebody's going to steal it that's amazing I've just put it worldwide. I'm going to get this sticker and then the next time that you go to say let me speak I'm going to stick it over your mouth <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Or, or, you're going to walk about with one permanent. I've got a forehead. I've got a forehead. You'll need to get a five head for mine. But yeah. Look, you've got a hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be a big hat. Let me speak. I'm teaching my hat off. Ten, ten sheep's worth of wool. Oh, there you go. I said sheep's. And, and that you're a hat. And no, you no, overlo- I don't know why I love it. Ball. You overlooked the fact that I said sheep's and not sheep. No, I, I, but it's the kind of thing I would say, you see. But I knew oh, that about you already, see? Thanks for that onion ring burp. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Super. speak. Super. <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> no, I got it in the face. <laughs> Alright, okay, I've tried it off I mic. You did it off mic and blew it at me instead. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't blow it at her, but <laughs> yeah. No, I did not. I did not. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Uh-huh, I don't right. muffin cup, I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this show. <laughs> Honestly. This is the highlight of my week. Oh, me too. I do. Honestly, um, not because I'm doing it with all of my life. Like because you get music, to speak I mean, to all your heroes. But because I get to do it with you. I enjoy it. I, d- I wouldn't, as I said to you, I wouldn't mind if nobody listened just because we have such a laugh. We just had a massive email, by the way, you know that. I know, but don't. From sh- 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 I'm not, I won't, I won't, let me speak. I won't, <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't tell anybody who it is. But, right, because oh Rod my Stewart God. told us not to. Oh my God! What are you doing? Are you are you serious? It's Barry Manilow, isn't it? 
They look the same, to be fair. Rob Stewart says Barry Manilow with bleach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, anyway, let's get this Yes, next what we've part got on. coming up for you um, is, now it's going to be all inter- uninterrupted um, because I wasn't present for this, but I really wish I was. And and what's lovely is, is when I'm not there for these chats, um, you send them to me and I get to sit and just watch it and I feel like I've been yeah, part of it. Yeah, and I tell you what, the guy, after this, after you hear about this one in particular, We'll tell you where to find his music and also the videos to watch because I learned a lot from him as a player. I learned a lot from him as a person mm-hmm. because he's a preacher. Yep. And he's a blues man and he's very good at both. And I mean very good at both. Um, he's a Detroit guy, um, very approachable. Mm-hmm. He, he said, hey man, thanks for reaching out. I can't believe I've got a soul brother in Scotland. I love Scotland. Um, please let's do this again. That was his last words. Everybody said that. And the week brilliant. before, the week before though, he was in a meeting with Keb Moore. Uh-huh. That's a level, you know. I mean, that's a level of people that um, that are still humble, you know. Uh-huh. And I and I think that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. So let's stick on everything he did. So he's going to he's going to tell you um, some amazing information. You need to pay attention very so closely. So a few surprises. Um, and then we've got uh, Donna Harula on there um, with a wee bit of chat. And in her first ever gig was opening for the guy that's coming on, Robert. And yeah, oh, don't spoil it. That's why you're yes. not allowed to speak. You've already said at the beginning. See, I think you're going senile, and really. I'm going to have to start wiping your chin soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put wee bibs. <gasps> Get your bib. Will let me speak, and I can use it to wipe your drool. Um, oh wow! <laughs> I'm on the receiving end for a change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never known this. Yeah, double barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave McCarry um, was lying to me. I hope that's toothpaste in your beard, <laughs> and then told <laughs> you the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was saying about having, it, I was somebody added me to a Chicago beard group on Facebook, and I says, and I don't know why, because mine's isn't nearly as spectacular as the rest of them. Uh, but what he did say quickly before we get into this that I found highly amusing was doing the Christmas um, th- thing outside, and he dyed yeah, his he had beard a red, beard red and it but he left a wee grey bit at the top, and then put a pom pom at the bottom, so it looked like an upside down Santa hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and see, and if he washes it out, it just looks like Santa. It was just <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. I hope um, see if you're listening, Dave, I love you, mate. And I still want to work with you. I'm sorry. Oh no, I know. I think <laughs> it's he's awesome, honestly. And um so we have got uh what have we got? We've got Donna Hurula uh not looking back, and then we've got uh a wee Dave Arcari in there. Yeah, there's a there's a bit of specialty in, in amongst it all, so you just need to stick it on and stop talking. I'm going to let, l- let, let that speak. <laughs> Enjoy. Well, I understand that blues is pretty broad, and so, you know, what one person thinks is blues, another person doesn't, and it can get really, you know, is blues acoustic stuff? Is it, is it you know, Big Bill Brunzi, or is it... Uh, is it uh you know bb king or you know who is what is blues Uh, my uh grandmother brought home a sonny terry and brownie mcgee record you know and uh i'm not sure if the audience is necessarily familiar with who those guys are but i'll give you a little example of like she brought home this album and it had songs like this brownie 
was the guitar player. Sonny was a harp player. And um, I didn't know it, you know. I, I guess I didn't realize it, that these guys, you know, were like, you know, from an acoustic blues tradition. But they had songs that sounded like... My baby me, we never used to fight Used to hug, hug and kiss at night I came home one morning and she had gone away Ever since, ever since she went away Pandemic? Did you did it feel like starting over again, or were you just eager to get back? You know, we still played some outdoor shows in 2020, mm -hmm. so yeah, it was definitely, and that's, I mean, it, it, that was the year that I played with Joanna Connor because we couldn't play outside, right? right? So they decided to put people on, like, so it, to me, it was kind of an interesting time because you had to do something different. And um, it, it, it brought up its own opportunities and meeting people that, you know, usually Joanna, say, for example, or any, you know, musician, they're, they're on tour somewhere. But see, during the pandemic, everybody in Chicago had to stay home. They're, they weren't flying to Europe. So it was interesting during the pandemic because, you know, I did a show, like, we, we did a show and, you know, Toronto Cannon was part of it. It was an acoustic show. Toronto was playing acoustic guitar. Like he doesn't usually do that, you know? So it was very interesting. Hi, this is Donna Harula, and you're listening to Galti and Gators Blues and New Show in Scotland. Hey, so that's Donna Harula. And that's that's her chat. It's because you're putting it on too high. It's not, look. What? No, I put it in a bit. Right, okay, put it on the other side then. We're having technical issues. I'll tell you what. So, I'll just go over here um, and put it back over because that's what happened the last time for me too. Did that? Mm -hmm. Alright, okay, so this is new. I had a wee panic attack because uh. none of my music was working. Ah, see. No idea why. Right, just, okay. It just does that. It's supposed uh, to be back to back, but you've ruined but it. What was it me? It ruined it. I'm blaming you. It's the technical stuff. Let's right, we'll fire it on then. Let's see. Right, okay, um, we'll just put on. That's it. Hey! So, what's the problem? There isn't one. You should have done that to start with. 
See, I knew it was your fault. I, I knew, knew it would. No, this is what I mean. No, this. No, <laughs> let's just get this out of the way before I'm the bad guy all over the world. Because we've got a lot of countries listening to this now. Right, so let's get one thing straight. You made a mistake. I got the blame, right? blame you. No, I, but I, I blamed I blamed you <laughs> and you didn't accept it, did you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what normally happens. That's why you go let me speak. Let's get those stickers made. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm fact I'm gonna tattoo it to your forehead. Are you? Mm. Uh-huh. So this I'll is Donna like Hula. <laughs> Can't wait to see my baby. Tonight. 
That was Dave Arcari with Soul of a Man. And uh, and just shortly I've got um, the version, or we've got the version of the same song by Donna Hurula, so you can hear that. Um, but here we are chatting to her um, about what it was like, or what it is like rather, being um, a woman in the music industry for one, but it must be, you know, a thing being a woman in the blues music industry. So uh, this is her take on that. Well, I think it has helped me in a way, like people don't expect women to be able to play the guitar. So I've been at like Chicago Blues Festival where I'm on one of the side stages and people are walking by and then they like do a double take and they're like, what? So I, I think like there's the expectation is a little bit different. Like, oh, women can't play. But then when a woman can play, then it's like an anomaly. It's like uh, shocking to people. Yeah. And then they'll be saying like, we got like. Awesome. Do we have time for a song? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Like, I travel to different countries. Travel to foreign lands. Found nobody could tell me just what is the soul of a man. So that was during our. No, I don't. That no, was I would. I would kill somebody for that. Like, I would kill a man for doing that slappy noise. Um, well, you almost did the other day. Um, so. I I on the train. <laughs> I, oh my god! <laughs> I have never heard a man suck an apple. <laughs> I tell you what, if he does that again, he will die by <laughs> apple. Who killed you, Granny Smith? Was she a gangster? No. <laughs> no, it was the apple was trying to suck on the train. That's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, there you had, so that was her version. With David Carey's version, a wee bit of something in the middle. And uh, I was honestly, this <laughs> this time, I'm going to say it again. It's going to be like the meat mantra at the end of our shows. This was the best one yet. <laughs> I know, I know. I've had a great time, actually, like doing all of these. Um... Although, mm-hmm. I just remembered that if you like this show, then you should I tell them that we're going to do that? Or I don't know, because I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing? I still didn't get that. You can tell me. Oh, aye, 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 aye. Definitely. Aye, so we're speaking to Bobby Rush on soon. <laughs> on a day. Aye, aye <laughs> I, I need to check, actually, because the calendar, honestly, I just like to see letters and numbers now. Aye. They're not even words or dates. <laughs> it's just like, it's like an eye test, then a time, <laughs> an eye test. You know, my calendar is literally every day full, speaking to somebody that I thought would never even know who I was. That's it, I know. That's great fun. So it's amazing, aye. So we're going to have Bobby Rush, we're going to have... Um, blues, uh, like, Roots Blues, although Innovator Giants... Memphis Happy Sounds. 
This is Michael Messer, and you're listening to Gulty and the Gators Blues and News Show. 
This is Catfish Keith, and you are listening to Galty and the Gators Blues and News Show in Scotland. Yeah. Well, that was a bit loud, and you went a bit far it's in the devil there. But you know, right, to, to paint the scene. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. You just lift your mind. I'm going I'm to suddenly <laughs> just, be the guy who does the least. <laughs> no, oh, here we go. No. Publicly, Ian's lazy. Uh, uh, not at all. Um, no, that's not what I was going to say. But to well, paint, paint the whole scene, scene then. To paint the scene in this this specific moment. To right? paint your wee 30-second scene <laughs> that matters to nobody. <laughs> you just Ian's lazy. You pick Sound your mate. <laughs> you pick your microphone up and just start talking, and I'm, I'm racing to turn the thing on. You well, see? all I'm going to say is because I'm m- still over here. Very thanks, very thanks for um, <laughs> letting me have one of your twirls. Oh, you're you're very welcome. The taste very nice. I know. Actually, I actually <coughs> savoured that in my mouth for a while, and then I realised about to go back in the radio. Um, so actually, um, I need you for this part anyway. Oh no, you, you know. don't. Yes, I do. A so two minutes ago, you told me you don't need me. I do not. Right, uh, that was. Catfish Keith. Now I put his wee ID back on because it's so cool. Um, but you picked that. You love that song. But there yeah. was also a relevance to today's there's show. Yeah, there's two relevances actually because, like for our show in general, um, he's inspired by a guy, um, you know, uh, Joseph Spence, who also is an an inspiration for, um, uh, Joey Landreth. I was mm-hmm. just getting Landris sorted out there because I nearly <laughs> said Sonny and Sonny was like, I don't even know who that is. So that was pretty cool. But um, the main reason is because, so Donna Harula, um has her guitar signed by Catfish Keith. Uh-huh. Um, Dave Arcari knows both of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Catfish Keith's um, Desert Island choice would be Blind Willie Johnson. Mm-hmm. If you could only listen to one person forever, it would be that. And then um, Dave Carey, Catfish Keith, and Don Harilla all play a Blind Willie, uh, a Blind Willie Johnson song. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know that's like like mental gymnastics. <laughs> but that's why <laughs> I forgot to put the other song over. <laughs> the flow chart was colourful, but um, no, it was. Uh, but Honestly, yeah, I, I know it's cool. Pretty much. So um, I'm going to let you pick about the chats though, because you played a big part in how good the interviews were. Like I loved knowing that he, he wore his pants back to front and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would even ask that? Well, I suppose ventilates the. Not catfish Keith. I would just meant in general. Anywho, right? So we we've saved we saved a wee bit of the Michael Messer chats because it was so cool, and um, and so we've got that for you just now. Uh, as of obviously with me. How did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's sorry, flat. sorry, that's like <laughs> I just realised that you oh that's like wizardry. I know. Well <laughs> um so anybody who has uh, children may have came across a CBB's T V programme called The Zingzillas. Now if you're a parent and you you'll be well aware that you have to sit and watch CBB's with your kids, you see. And uh, and you know some of the programs. <laughs> <laughs> some of the programs are chronic. I actually quite like this one, right? So the Zingzillas is a music show aimed at children sort of six and under, and it was set on this monkey-shaped tropical island. So 
uh, the whole purpose. Oh, I just realised there was a monkey. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also just spoke into an empty receptacle <laughs> as a microphone for a laugh. So, so the um, <laughs> the their main purpose seems to be to to create a song for the big zing, right? And coconuts come out. Or the next big zing. Aye, so it's always the big zing. <laughs> yeah. Now they're. I know, I know, I know. You astound me. Um, so the characters are Zach Tang, Pansy, and the youngest one's called Drum. I don't think she speaks very much, but she's she's a dab hand. She's youngest. The drummer, you know. Right. That's um, like most drummers, to be fair. And they're menti- <laughs> mentored by uh, DJ Loose, right? So they they each episode was a different type of music. They had like they've had all sorts on there. Honestly, um, they had um, they've had like. Oh, what am I trying to say? Like, uh, I know. Uh, Try saying that word, I think. No. You get in the wrong way around and get to enough year. <laughs> so, um, so that you know, like people playing the flute, they've had um, rock, metal. It was a lot, anything you can imagine, which is fantastic because it's a great way to you know introduce kids to music. However, they also had some blues, which was tremendous. So, have a wee listen to this. I'm going to have to bring up the Zingzillas though. All right, okay. I, I knew you, you would bring up. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew you would. Zingzillas. She's been holding back, right? And I knew oh, she was choking. The Zingzillas. She has been desperate <laughs> to ask one of our kids, right? And I know oh, that. The Zingzillas, of course. Um, how on earth did it, did you come about going on there? Um, I was approached by by the director, the producer of the show. Um. Back then, uh, Mark Cooper was the head of music at BBC, and I believe it was Mark that put them in touch with me. And the Zingzillas had they had all kinds of musicians. Each week was a different type of music, mm-hmm. uh, and they contacted me and and asked me if I would do a blues Zingzillas. It was as simple as that. It was as simple as that, and and. Uh, yeah, yeah, we recorded the tracks uh, at, down at Pinewood, um, and and yeah, I mean, I live. It's strange because I live, I live probably the closest to anyone that they ever involved in that show, and in many shows, I live about two miles from Pinewood Studios, okay. so which is where they shot it. So when they said to me, you know, we cover all your travel expenses, it was like, well. Actually, it's about about a, it's about a minute in my car. You know, we don't, we don't even need. To. <laughs> I, I so, I so yeah, that that's how that came about, and it was a wonderful thing to do. It was an amazing thing to do, um, and yeah, it was incredible. And I had no idea when I did it how big it would be. Um, it was it was the BBC's lead show of that year, which was 2010, and it was their biggest investment and their biggest show of that year, because they they shot so much. I think they shot 50 episodes, something like that. Michael Mesa. Yep, he's cool. Helped with the big zing. Yep. It was it was actually a cool program. I remember one time I know I've said this. I know. Oh, oh, no. I know, oh my god. I came in. I know, but you gave no idea. I thought he'd you know the Wayne had got hold of the remote and had you know put something else on and then would, realised it was this half naked kind of and what parts were covered were lycra man and, and it was cold you said 
<laughs> because the only bits you could actually see was your raspberry ripples. No, but I meant now. That's oh, this is you. This is what I mean. But now, it was, we've just finished. Uh, no, reading. but it was. It was. It was like it was. Li- so basically, right. A lot of his torso was on show, and he must be into a bit of manscaping. That's as far as we're going with that. Okay. Right, okay. Because fair there enough. was a lot of right. Aye, lower like body sli- on show that should have been. He looked like a seven-year-old girl with carpet. a guitar. Right. Anyway. Aye. So and yeah. So he was the big thing too. Yeah, but also. Uh huh. Yes. We also were reading, we were also, <laughs> this is going to be a bit ropey. Oh, I think you shouldn't. I th- I'm going to do it anyway. So, you get, oh, you know, if, if they hate me that much, they'll edit it out. But if you Wikipedia this, it says the music wa- wa- was by Banks and Wag, which is fine. Right? Banks and Wag is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Don't drink, then say that on the radio. Especially if you, you know, a bit tongue-tied at any point. Right, we're moving on swiftly here because we've got some more Rever- Actually, Reverend Robert. Actually, we've got Robert. a lot of stuff to get through. Right? Uh-huh. Um, more Reverend Robert Yeah, Jones. that's the one to put on. This is. I'm putting it on. You right. Are you going to put it on? I am. Are you excited? You put it on? Ready, one, two, three. Like one of the longest songs that I know of is Death Letter Blues, right? And so I start to do kind of this thing. I got a letter this morning, how do you think it read, said, hurry, hurry, cause the Cali Blue is dead. I got a letter this morning, oh Lord, how do you think it read? You said, hurry, hurry, cause the gal you love is dead. I decide what happens if you take that song and instead of doing two verses, you do one verse. And what if you speed up the tempo and eventually you fade the music out? You end up with this. I got a letter this morning. How do you think it read? Said, hurry, hurry, cause of how you love is dead. You know I packed up my suitcase, took off down the road. Either close and I look down in old places say, hey, you look a love you, but I just can't take your place. You see, let the thousand was dead, the funeral brown, I didn't know how much I love to tell you, put my baby in the crowd, from my arms, and then I walk away and say, hey, you know I love you, have to see your judgment day, you know I woke up this morning, it was about to break a day, and I was sitting on the pillow where my baby used to lay, went to church, bowed down, I tried to pray with the blues, come along, and they blow my spirit away, woke up this morning, about to break a day, and I was sitting on the pillow where my baby used to lay, and say, hush, I heard her call my name. She didn't call so loud, but she called so plain. Yeah, boy. So, right. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, man, these kids are going nuts because what we, they've just seen is a transformation from Delta Blues, like you said, which is pretty raw. Absolutely, man. Sunhouse is one of my greatest influences. In fact, even though he's born in Mississippi and spent a lot of time in Rochester, New York, he actually died in Detroit, and his his grave is literally two miles from where I live.
Dials because I'm always getting a review for saying knob too much. That is a knob. That's not a dial, is it? Well, would you call it a dial? I would if I knob would call was it a bad dial word. if it was flat. Right, okay. But it's not flat. It's like. Well, you are definitely put on this planet to twist knobs, then yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so. In which that case, was I apologise for calling it a dial. Trevor, Baba, Baba Jack Stika. Please. Um, right, so we've got one last bit of chat uh, with Re- Reverend Robert Jones. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, actually, yeah, because, so you've heard him rap, you've heard him do some Sonny Terry Brownie McGee, and he is actually a reverend, that's not a stage name. He is actually, mm. in fact, he's been doing the blues only very slightly longer than he's been doing preaching. And I learned a lot from him, like, I was sitting listening to him, like, you know, all welled up about the things he would say mm. but um, I asked him a particular question because of the history of the blues and what you hear is devil's music yes you know, right? Okay. 
So I said that um excuse me, had to had to let one out. So um uh I so I asked him a particular question. I said, Look, did you not find it a bit difficult to be a preacher and a blues man at the same time? And his response was absolutely brilliant, honestly, and I think you should put it on. Folks who were enslaved in the United States, they had absolutely nothing but their music. So they're in the fields, but they're using the music to work to, and they're using the music for comfort. And then somebody else sort of comes along and says, no, see, this, this music is good. This music is bad. Uh, this music you should play, this music you shouldn't. Well, who gives that person the right to determine what the music is that you need, right, as a human being? So there you go. Aye, that was so what he had to say on that. Aye, and I, I think that's a, a, an important message, yeah. Absolutely. There's loads more that he said, actually. Um, that's only like, you've heard a grand total of what? Five minutes. <laughs> Nine <laughs> minutes or something like that. Right. Um, same with Michael, same with Dave, same with... Although, I might make Dave's available for a, a an explicit podcast. <laughs> because, yes. honestly, like I don't have the hours involved. No. Sorry, Dave, but, I mean, there was a lot of ffs and a lot of shs and a lot of ks and mm-hmm. a lot of and a lot of ha-ha-ha jobbies. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so there was a lot of that, right? But um, but I had a great time talking to you, pal. So if you're listening, like you're my fave. Ah, it was cool, and um, and of course the children had to make a, an appearance, pretending they needed something. Um, I know it twice. I know. Yeah, so we've got some music to play out with. I think you picked it. Eh? Uh huh. Yep. So, what 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 happens there? You mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're the, you're the I'm boss. Sure, I'm sure. You, oh, I'm you're sure. Oh, you're sure. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. How long is the music? The music's only like half of that. Four minutes. So you're going to have to speak to me. <gasps> oh, sure no God. way! I, I, as long as you're going to be all right. <laughs> uh, so we're playing out with I don't know how song. Yeah, um, see, that's what I thought you were going to say, right? Aye, I'm sorry, but I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> but see, before we do, yes, I think if you scroll the actual files that I gave you mm-hmm. right and stop being so absolutely what's happened here what do you mean what's happened why here why is it going to be there oh because you did oh mm-hmm. whatever right anyway so I think there's two songs on here actually that I love it's the one that you've put up there mm-hmm. the other one is Meow Meow mm-hmm. by Andrew Roots mm-hmm. right so you could probably get away with putting that on because folk will love that and he only put it on the list because well, basically because I begged at me, right? I think we played this. In one he, of was on TV, he was on TV. He was on. he was on TV. Like it, this was the one that done the best out of all of our shows. That show, sliding into twenty two. Ah, that's right. It was like that kind of sultry. Ooh, we're sliding into twenty twenty two. Right. You know? 
didn't sound very sultry, it sounded an innocent but <laughs> Okay, we'll work on that. Same, <laughs> 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 same difference. <laughs> so, sliding into 2022. No, that sounded like right, you did then. No, you did then. No, no. What? <laughs> 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 you said I said it I'll fix it for you. I'll, 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 I'll fix it for you. And then you go sliding in. Actually, you sound like a radio presenter that I know, so I'll tell you when we're off mic, okay? Oh, no. All right, okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, is it the guy next door? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. All right, okay. That's good then. Uh, it was almost a wee bit. Who lives in a house like this? Do you do cooking sauces? Do you do cooking sauces as well? <laughs> Sliding into twenty twenty two. All right. Okay. <laughs> money, penny. Right, um, okay. I know that's why I do radio. See, you see. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get to do it in my own voice and nobody can see me and play with the wee knobs and that twiddle them right so while well, talking about Jimmy Savile that, that was that was all your fault to be fair but <laughs> 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 anyway so we're going to have to work on his mic chat haven't we when he's out doing a gig and he thinks he's been sultry and he's going but anyway, that's the first appearance that Andres made on our show. Yes. And it was amazing. And this is the track I picked because it's just a lovely piece of music. Mm-hmm. You know what that's all it is? It's just it's just beautiful music and, and it's we live. Put two meow meows. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Catch meow me. Meows. But that's meow meow. Yeah, you, ha- you had one, but don't ask meow how you got the second. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> and on that note, we shall bid you a farewell. Yes, if absolutely. If you made it this far, yeah, you well done. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, they'll be coming soon. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna get we're gonna make stickers up, and and um, our top fans can get in touch with the page, and we promise you, they'll be cheap, and the top fan of the week gets a free one. I think oh, or something. Do I do that? Ah, that sounds good. Right, meow meow. Love you all. Not looking back. Enjoy. Bye bye. <laughs>
Chicago again Five nights gone and I thought you were dead They picked you up and you're strung out in jail You spent all of our money and there's none left for bail You say you need my love to be a better man Our love was a rock that's crumbled to sand You're not changing your ways, I'm not changing my mind My eyes are drying after all of your lying I miss you, but the train's rolling down the track We're through Too many times I left and came back to you One way ticket Mama's money I'll spend You're not gonna hurt me 